Once upon a time, there were three healing coups. Wee healing coup, Midland healing coup, and Muckle healing coup, who lived in a bonny glen on the edge of a deep, dark loch. The glen was hochin with lush green grass, and the coos loved to eat it. Every day, from sunrise to sunset, they munched and scoffed it down, like big hairy hoovers. They were greedy coos, and soon they'd eaten every last blade of grass. The once lush glen was bare and barren, but they were still hungry. On the other side of the loch, they could see a field that was full of long green grass, gently swaying in the breeze. The coos' mouths were watering at the thought of so much scrumptious scran. But there was only one way to get to it, over the crumbling cobbles of an ancient stone bridge at the edge of the loch. And in the deep, dark depths of the loch lived a terrifically terrifying Kelpie. She was always hungry too, and there was nothing she liked to eat more than a nice, juicy Heelan Coo. Wee Heelan Coo was the first to reach the bridge, Blowing her fringe from her eyes, she gingerly put one hoof, then the next, on the cold cobbles of the bridge. But however slowly she walked, and however lightly she trod, her hoof steps still echoed through the empty glen. Suddenly, there was a booming voice from beneath the bridge. Such a gallus wee coo to make such a big racket! The kelpie rose from the water, her black coat slick with seaweed, her eyes burning red, and her teeth bared like daggers. She towered over Weehil and Coo. <gasps> Quaking in her hoofs, Weehil and Coo managed to squeak, I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to make a racket. I was only going to find some grass to eat on the other side of the loch. The kelpie laughed. Wheesh, we coo, I'm hungry too. And I'm going to have you for my supper. Oh no, Weehil and Coo cried. I'm only wee. Why don't you wait for my brother? He's much bigger than me and much tastier. After a moment, the greedy Kelpie sank back beneath the water to wait for a bigger meal. And Weehil and Coo galloped over the bridge to the fresh green grass beyond. The other coos saw Weehil and Coo munching the grass and felt their stomachs rumbling and their mouths watering. They wanted to scoff the grass too. Midland Heel and Coo made his way down to the bridge and began to cross. His average size hoofs clipped and clopped across the cobbles and echoed through the glen like thunder. Such a gallus coo to make such a big racket, roared the Kelpie as she rose from the water. <laughs> Midland Healing Coo skidded to a stop in front of the yawning mouth of the colossal Kelpie. I'm just following my wee sister, said Midland Healing Coo softly, so I can eat the grass on the other side of the loch. The Kelpie snorted. Whisht, Coo, I'm hungry too. And I'm going to have you for my supper. Oh no, you wouldn't want to eat me, said Midland Healing Coo. I'm not big enough to fill you up. Wait till my big brother comes along. He'll make a meal fit for a braw big beastie like you. The Kelpie thought for a moment, then licking her lips, slinked back beneath the water.
breathing a sigh of relief, Midland Healing Coo scampered over the bridge and began to munch the green grass with Wee Healing Coo. Muckle Healing Coo couldn't wait to get across the bridge to join his brother and sister. Holding his horns high, he clopped onto the cobbles. Muckle Healing Coo's huge hooves pounded on the bridge, the noise booming through the quiet glen. Kelpie rose from the loch in a flash, spraying Muckle Healing Coo with water. Such a gallus big coo to make such a big racket, she roared. Muckle Healing Coo stood his ground and spoke loud and clear. I'm Muckle Healing Coo, who are you? The Kelpie's smile was horrible. I'm the Kelpie of this loch, big coo, and a hungry one too. I've been waiting for you, and now I'm going to eat you for my supper. The Kelpie leapt onto the bridge and galloped at Muckleheeling Coo, who bent his head and charged back. They met in the middle of the bridge, where Muckleheeling Coo caught the Kelpie in his horns. As she roared and thrashed, he threw her from the bridge into the deep, dark water of the loch below. The Kelpie disappeared in a huge splash, and her pride and body wounded, she was never seen again. Muckleheelinkoo shook the seaweed from his horns, held his head high and made his way across the bridge to join his brother and sister. The glen was hochin with lush green grass and from sunrise to sunset they munched and scoffed it down like big hairy hoovers. But the coos had learnt their lesson and after the first day ate only what they needed. The three canny healing coos lived happily ever after savouring the sweet greenery of the Bonnie Glen, but always keeping a watchful eye on the deep, dark water of the loch.